Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bicknell. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Robert Zerk. Today on River City 360, we'll learn about Fast Pitch, a new initiative that's helping to build and provide some exposure to charitable organizations in our city. Then we'll find out about the Winnipeg Foundation's Legacy Circle and how it's recognizing those who have planned to make a lasting contribution to our city. And finally, Noah Ehrenberg, the convener of Community News Commons, joins us to discuss the latest stories from citizen reporters, and he'll talk about some upcoming training sessions that you won't want to miss. All this, some great tunes, and much more on today's episode of River City 360. Hello and good morning. Nolan here with Robert on a beautiful Sunday morning. We've got a great show lined up for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, First up, we're going to be joined in studio by Jennifer Partridge. She's the Strategic Projects Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation, and she'll tell us a little bit more about an upcoming event called Fast Pitch, which brings leaders of charitable organizations together with members of Winnipeg's legal, financial, and business communities. But first, uh, before we get to that, let's start the show off with a song and um jennifer is going to tell us all about fast pitch so here's peggy lee's everything's moving too fast right here on river city 360 it used to take a farmer a day to get to town now it takes a minute till his plane comes down because everything is moving too fast everything is moving too fast you better save your money because everything is moving too fast spinach now you never will because you think it's my dream to take it in the field cause everything is moving too fast everything is moving too fast you better save your money cause everything is moving too fast that you were crazy but I'm taking one at noon cause everything is moving too fast everything is moving too fast you better save your money cause everything is moving too Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan Bicknell here with my co-host Robert Zirk, and we are joined in studio by a very special guest. Uh, it's Jennifer Partridge. She's the Strategic Projects Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation and the project manager of a new event coming to Winnipeg called Fast Pitch. Jen, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So uh, we're going to be talking all about Fast Pitch here, and I guess just for our listeners, give us, give us the Fast Pitch. Give us the elevator pitch of what Fast Pitch is. Well, thanks, Nolan. Fast Pitch is a unique opportunity to bridge people from the business community, legal, accounting, uh, marketing, 
uh, folks with with a skill set that can work with leaders in the charitable sector to help them build their capacity. What they're going to do is work together over three months, up to 20 hours together, working on an elevator pitch so that those leaders in the charitable sector can effectively communicate what they're doing in the community more strongly. The whole event will culminate in, the whole program will culminate in a final showcase event where we're hoping to have an audience of up to 250 people hearing the stories of some of our most innovative charitable sector leaders and telling us how they are improving the lives of Winnipeg. So who are they going to be pitching to? And is it kind of like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or something like that? Absolutely, but with a nice, happy flavor. Okay. It's going to be a supportive, encouraging environment. It's not going to be Kevin O'Leary telling people their ideas are terrible. And Absolutely no. not, because by default, um, our the charitable leaders that are going to be working through this are working on innovative solutions, trying to solve some of Winnipeg's most pressing needs. What are some of the needs that people, that you're hoping to solve, for example? Well, we're hoping that we're going to see uh, leaders in the arts and culture sector uh, pitching to us how they're they're providing perhaps innovative um, public street art. Maybe it's about how to solve um, nutrition programs after school. Maybe it's about uh, solving... Uh, issues around poverty or homelessness or anything to improve Winnipeg basically that's right absolutely so what types of people are you looking to have as mentors uh, and can our listeners get involved and become a mentor or become like how do how do we get involved absolutely so if you have a skill set that is um, that you could see as being of relevance to a charitable sector leader that perhaps would be in the legal accounting, uh, business management, strategic, um, logistics, perhaps IT, anyone like that... Like event planning, anything like that? Event planning, absolutely. Um, we're going to be having an online application. We're only selecting 40. Um, 40 mentors 40, or 40 pitchers? That's right. 40, we're gonna, and we're calling them coaches okay, because coaches. It's, it's a short-term um, relationship for the time being. Okay. Um, but we're selecting 40 coaches to be paired with 20 charitable organizations. So the coaches are going to work in teams. We will, we will match them up. So we're hoping we'll, we'll match legal up with accounting. We won't have two lawyers, for right. instance. So it's going to make sense, the sort of marriage. Absolutely. Is, okay, cool. Do you tell our listeners about the, the event itself and what's actually going to happen? Like, is there going to be a stage? Are we going to have audience members voting or who's what's the process going to be like yeah absolutely so uh, the process is that over from January to uh, March the coaches and the men the coaches and the charitable organizations will be getting together and working on their pitch and we've got a very specific program in mind for them the final event will be at the Metropolitan Theatre it's going to be um a, a dynamic fast-paced super fun environment um, we're going to have, you know, a, uh, entertainment and it'll be light. We'll have possibly comedians or improv people cool. doing the MC, you know, that kind. It'll be very light and fun. And, and, um, and we're hoping that uh, the uh, citizens of Winnipeg, people close to the foundation, close to the charitable organizations and the coaches will join us that day. And what can the, what's the winner of the fast pitch uh, going to get at the end of it? Oh my goodness. So the, the winner will have uh, a $7,500 grand prize. Oh, wow. 
Absolutely. And that'll go towards what they're pitching, essentially? Exactly. Okay, cool. It will help them scale up what it is that they're trying to do. Uh, we'll have a runner-up. Um, we'll have an audience choice award of $2,500. The audience will get uh, codes to text in their favorite pitch of okay, the evening. Cool. And everyone comes out a winner. We're, yeah. we're providing uh, everyone with top-notch training. We're bringing in skilled facilitators, and, and everyone will be getting an honorarium to participate. Fantastic. So to anyone listening to this who thinks, I've got a good idea, or I've got the ability to help someone achieve their good idea how can they get involved do they contact you they can they can contact me and they can go on our website if they go to the winnipeg foundation website and just in our search go fast pitch fast pitch fast pitch uh everything is is there for you to see and you can you can access us that way. Fantastic. So go to WPGFDN.org and search Fast Pitch, or you can call 944-9474 and just, I guess, ask for ask for Jen. Absolutely. Ask, well, there's two Jens here, so ask for Jen P. <laughs> Jennifer Partridge. <laughs> so Jennifer Partridge, Strategic Projects Associate and the Project Manager for Fast Pitch. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you, Nolan. Thanks, Nolan. If you'd like more information about Fast Pitch 2016, you can visit the Winnipeg Foundation's website at wpgfdn.org. Applications for coaches are being accepted starting November 2nd, and the application process for charitable sector leaders begins on November 16th. So, Robert, throughout the year, uh, in a few episodes, I guess this was a long time ago, but we've uh, covered On the Same Page, which is a year-long province-wide book club that encourages Manitobans to read and discuss the same book, usually from local local, uh, authors. That's right. Uh, On the Same Page is entering its eighth year, and this summer there was a public vote to select the next book out of a short list of four. Well, the results have been announced, and David Robertson's book, The Evolution of Alice, has been selected as the On the Same Page book for 2015-2016. So there will be special events related to the book throughout the upcoming season, and we'll continue to provide you with updates on those once they're announced. In the meantime, you can learn more about On the Same Page or The Evolution of Alice by visiting onthesamepage.ca. Coming up after the break, we'll learn a little bit more about the Winnipeg Foundation's Legacy Circle initiative. But first, here's Harry Chapin with his song, Circle, right here on River City 360. All my life's a circle Sunrise and sundown The moon rolls through the nighttime Till the daybreak comes around All my life's a circle But I can't tell you why The season's spinning round again The years keep rolling by It seems like I've been here before I can't remember when But I got this funny feeling That I'll be back once again There's no straight lines make up my life And all my roads have bends There's no clear-cut beginnings And so far, no dead ends I've found you a thousand times 
I guess you've done the same But then we lose each other It's just like a children's game But as I see you here again The thought runs through my mind Our love is like a circle Let's go round one more time All, all my life's a circle Sunrise and sundown The moon rolls through the night time Till the daybreak comes around All my life's a circle But I can't tell you why The season's spinning round again Welcome back to River City 360. Robert Zirk here with my co-host Nolan Bicknell, and I'm now joined by Leslie Weir. She is the Winnipeg Foundation's Director of Family Philanthropy. Leslie, thank you so much for joining me today. Good to be with you, Robert. We're going to be talking about Legacy Circle, which is a program established by the foundation to recognize and show appreciation to donors who have planned to make a gift. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Legacy Circle program and what its members might expect in taking part in it? For many, many years, the foundation had expressed thanks to the executors, executrix, and lawyers who had acted on behalf of people who'd left very thoughtful and generous gifts in their estates. And the idea that perhaps people who had made such commitments would like to feel more connected and have a a personal experience of uh, receiving appreciation and knowing a little bit more about how the foundation takes care of legacy gifts. And so we, uh, as part of that, keep in touch through our magazines and occasional updates with things of interest to people who have uh, state gifts in mind. And as well, we have uh, an annual recognition event um, when we uh, invite people to come together to learn something about something interesting in the community that's been enabled by the the generous donations of uh, of others in the community and to uh, hopefully have people come enjoy each other's company and uh, leave with a positive feeling um, about the confidence they have in the foundation taking care of their legacy gifts knowing that they may not uh, come to fruition for many years to come. Now, Nolan and I were both at the most recent Legacy Circle event. It was a great event, actually, at the uh, Winnipeg Art Gallery this past Wednesday. Could you tell us a little bit more about that and some of the other past Legacy Circle recognition events? Certainly, Robert. Uh, This was the seventh annual Legacy Circle uh, gathering of friends, and we were very fortunate in 2009 that our first such event was held at Government House, hosted uh, then by Lieutenant Governor Lee and his wife, the Honorable Anita Lee. So that was a wonderful start to our Legacy Circle tradition, and we have since uh, visited a variety of places in Winnipeg. So it's a different place every year? It is a different place every year. Sometimes it's in organizations that help us showcase a particular kind of work or activity in the community supported by donors' gifts. But always there's a component that recognizes and provides uh, some performance aspect showcasing the kind of arts, cultural, and community service things that uh, our donors' gifts uh, enable in the community. The Human Rights Museum, our largest gathering to date, 
date was uh, just 10 days after the Canadian Museum for Human Rights um, opened to the public, and uh, we had an extraordinary number of people accept our invitation to come and see the museum in its infancy and hear a little bit about the extraordinary community effort and national effort to uh, to gather resources to build that first national museum in Winnipeg. I would imagine that it'd be pretty meaningful to someone who's wanting to make a gift, you know, having the foundation reach out like that and, and seeing all the great things that are happening and, you know, knowing that there's a lot more of that to come. So where can people go if they'd like to get more information about Legacy Circle or if they'd like to get involved? How would they? How would they get more information? Well, often these things start with a conversation, Robert. Um, so we would encourage people to give us a call. My colleague Catherine Cardwell and I are always happy to just have a conversation and hear a bit about what a person or a family, um, what they're thinking about, uh, perhaps making a difference in the community, leaving a personal or a family legacy of some kind, and we sort of walk through their aspirations together and try and help uh, shape their thinking. And uh, they can reach us by phone at 204-944-9474 or, of course, on our website at wpgfdn.org. Um, and we would encourage them, um, you know, you certainly don't have to have a great plan in mind that uh, that tends to come over uh, a little bit of pondering over time and I think that does seem to help. We've had some uh, gatherings in the community um, called Bequest 101 um, which is again just a place for people to begin thinking about these kinds of future gifts uh, and hearing some of others uh, the questions uh, that other people have and some of the things that they have in mind um, as well. The um, the power of something like the Community Foundation is many Many people of uh, varying means coming together to do things that aren't possible for any one of us to do ourselves. And uh, the Legacy Circle event each year gives us an opportunity to showcase something like that $950,000 grant toward the Inuit Arts Centre at the WAG. And the only way that uh, the Foundation is in a position to do that is because of the, the generosity of, uh, of people over over nine decades who have trusted us to meet emerging opportunities like that as well as uh, the, the many needs in the community to give people a hand up. Thank you again, Leslie, for joining me today. Thank you. Nice Les- to be with you, Robert. Leslie Weir is the Director of Family Philanthropy at the Winnipeg Foundation. And again, if you'd like to learn more about Legacy Circle or making a planned gift, you can visit the Foundation website at wpgfdn.org or call 204-944-9474. Thanks, Robert. Coming up after the break, we'll hear about the latest stories from citizen journalists in Winnipeg. Noah Ehrenberg, the convener of Community News Commons, will join us right here in studio. But first, here is Together by the Four Lads, right here on RC360. Wherever we go, we'll never feel low, as long as we know it's together.
Thank you for listening to River City 360. We are now joined in studio, as we are every week or two, by Noah Ehrenberg. He's the convener of Community News Commons, a citizen journalism project right here in Winnipeg. Noah, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for inviting me. So CNC has all sorts of stories. There's videos, there's uh, there's articles, and I understand there's also a podcast or audio stories as well for our listeners. Yes. In fact, uh, Community News Commons has a lot of audio on uh, on the website. Um, multimedia is really what we... Is what citizen journalists do and uh, some are articles and photos as well as uh, some audio and video and so one of the um, major contributors when it comes to audio podcasts on community news commons is roger curry the legendary cjnu host exactly and so roger is well known to uh, cjnu listeners and every week he comes out with a couple of commentaries that are broadcast on cjnu but we also uh, put them up on the community news commons website and i thought i'd mention uh, roger's commentaries this week because they're really appropriate for what's happening right now in our world. One of them has to do with um, the uh, passing of diplomat Ken Taylor, and it was uh, 36 years ago when uh, Ken Taylor sheltered uh, six Americans who had barely escaped with their lives from the American embassy in Tehran. So that was um, uh, an excellent piece by Roger as well. He had another piece um, where he talked about the choice for TV viewers uh, tomorrow night. Monday night is uh, game three of the um, series between the Kansas City Royals and the Toronto Blue Jays. But Monday night is also election night. We'll be finding out who's (laughs) leading us into the future. Indeed. And so Roger's asking the question, should we care more about what will be in the ballot boxes Monday night or the outcome of Game 3 between the Blue Jays and the Kansas City Royals. So I just wanted to mention Roger's uh, contributions to CNC and uh, we right. really appreciate that. Uh, the great thing about those is too, is if you don't have time to listen to the audio, he transcribes everything word for word and it's usually fairly well written and fairly well, you know, you can, it, it's, it's interesting right to read. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you can either listen or read it. So speaking of the Blue Jays, uh, does anyone from CNC cover any sort of local sports or any sort of events like that? Oh, there's lots of local sports on uh, CNC. In fact, one of my favorite articles this week was from Trevor Smith, uh, who has written a lot about lots of different things in our community. But this week he wrote about um, kids uh, that are refugees uh, from other countries that have come here uh, through some very difficult circumstances. And uh, the Immigrant and Refugee Community Organization of Manitoba, IRCOM, had a group of boys who um, played uh, in a soccer tournament and Trevor Smith has a great story about how these boys did in that tournament and they did quite well nice. so I, I would encourage our listeners to or our yes our listeners to uh, look at that story on community news commons so that's community news commons all one word.org that's correct fantastic so go check out all those stories there's a whole bunch of there's audio like we said video and uh, some great articles written by some great citizen journalists. And one other thing I'll mention is that we do have some uh, multimedia training that starts this week, Tuesday evenings at the library and and Thursday evenings at the uh, Winnipeg Free Press Cafe. And that's for anyone that wants to learn about the art of doing uh, multimedia. And professional journalists are there to help facilitate these free workshops. And uh, there's an article on the site that describes these workshops. Fantastic. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, every week we ask you to bring a local artist of some sort to, to show our listeners some, some local Manitoban talent. Uh, what have you brought for us this week? Well, I thought I'd feature a young lady by the name of Isla Barker. She's only 20 years old, 
and uh, her sweet melodies and lyrical brilliance really um, remind people of uh, singers like Adele, oh. uh, Joni Mitchell. She's really passionate about her folk craft. Um, Isla Barker devotes much of her time to performance opportunities mm-hmm. as well as uh, writing some catchy tunes that uh, are inspired by events uh, around her. She has had some uh, success uh, in her young career. She won the NCI Jam Music uh, this was back in 2011. She's had some really good success on radio. She plays local venues uh, uh, on a regular basis. She has a new uh, album uh, that's uh, self-titled, Isla Barker. And uh, I'd like to feature a piece from that album called Complete. We were so young How did we ever feel this way We fell in love On the very first That's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. Thank you very much for listening. And a big thank you to all of our guests, Jennifer Partridge, Strategic Projects Associate, and Leslie Weir, Director of Family Philanthropy at the Winnipeg Foundation. And of course, to Noah Ehrenberg, friend of the show and convener of Community News Commons. If you'd like to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg, or you'd like to listen to any of our past episodes, or if you'd like to subscribe to our podcast and get the latest episodes delivered to your mobile device or your computer, please visit us online at rivercity360.org. That's rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with Community News Commons and CJNU 93.7 FM. And we'd love to know what you think of the show. Please give us a call. Our number is 204-944-9474 and uh, our extension is 360. I'm Nolan Bicknell, signing off for River City 360. And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday. Mm-hmm.